Come on, bless the name of the Lord. Come on, bless the name of the Lord. Come on, bless his name. Come on, bless his name. Come on, bless his name. Bless his name. of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Jesus Christ, our Lord, I pray, amen. Put your hands together at home and in the sanctuary. That blessed me, that blessed me, that blessed me. The word of the Lord today is from John chapter 21. John chapter 21. Uh, John chapter 21. I'm just going to read one through four. After Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, Galilee, and he did it in this way. Simon Peter and Thomas, who is called Didymus the twin, and Nathaniel from Cana of Galilee, as well as John and James, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said, 
and we are coming with you. So they went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. As morning was breaking, Jesus came and stood on the beach. However, the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to talk again from the theme, better days are coming. Better days are coming. We lost the wonderful poet laureate and the wonderful sage who think for Maya Angelou. But before she left us, she left us with great poetry and thought in verse and prose that always will remind us of her presence in this earth realm. One of those poems caught my attention some time ago. It simply says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. It's amazing to me, but we like end products. We like finished things. We like to see the results. The saying is, in the meat industry, nobody likes to see the sausage being made. In some cases, people said, if you really saw food being prepared, you might change your mind about eating at all. Because we don't like the process that achieves the result. Because the process is always messy. In case you don't realize it, don't tell me you want to stand at the foot of the cross if you don't want to deal with the mess at the bottom of the cross. Because you can't die on a cross and be pierced in your side and have nails driven through your feet and your hands and have a crown of thorn on your heads and not have a bloody mess at the base of the cross. And we don't want to deal with mess. Matter of fact, we think if there's mess involved, God can't be there. But the truth of the matter is, God's used to working in mess. If God couldn't handle the stench of mess, he would have never allowed Noah to build an ark and put all those animals in there because sooner or later there was going to be mess. If God couldn't handle mess, he wouldn't have had Jesus be birthed in a stable where animals had once resided because he had to know there had been some mess in there. So if you can't handle mess, you can't handle God. 
you, you, you must realize that, that the only way a butterfly gets to be a butterfly is it has to be transformed and go through some things and die, if you will, and, and, and actually it's called sometimes a, become a blob, pupa. It, 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 is, it is rough, and, 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 and butterflies are a powerful representation of life. Because in life, in order to be transformed to what God wants you to be, you're going to go through something. You're going to go through something. Yeah, I, one of those boy bands, I can't remember which, had a song said, Can You Stand Up? Y'all heard it. Can you stand the rain? Every now and then, there going to be some. And I don't know about you, but, but I've lived all over, and, and particularly in Alabama, when, when it rained, those red clay hills would run down into the streetways. You can't have rain and dirt and not have mud. Butterflies are, are, are a metaphor of transformation, change, hope, and life. Uh, there's a metaphor of transformation, change, hope, and life. And, and these disciples are in the transformation time frame because these disciples the the disciples are wait a minute didn't he find them fishing and if the disciples are back in a familiar setting but a transformation is continuing they may have went back to fishing but this ain't going to be the same. It may look like the same. It may be water and a boat. But your experience with Jesus is going to make water, boat, and fish different. I feel like preaching today. If I would have outlined this text for a Bible study, I would outline this last chapter in three large chunks. I'd outline it first as a revelation. The second segment as a reinstatement. And the third segment as a relaunching. Come on back to church. The first section as revelation is all I got time to deal with today. The second section as reinstatement is an issue that came up with Peter and Jesus. And the idea of relaunching is, I need to get you back on mission. Who preach? It's amazing, but Jesus teaches us something here. 
it, it's in the text, but 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 for some of y'all, I know I know you went over your head. You were trying to read the whole story, so let me bring it back down and lay it on the ground so all of us can eat from it. Here it is. The text suggests in verse four, as the morning was breaking, Jesus, amplified version says, came and stood on the beach. There is something to this. It's almost like his other reappearances. It's, it's almost like his other show-ups where he comes through closed doors and shows up and starts talking and blessing, where he comes in and shows off his fresh scars to Thomas. He just shows up. We, we don't know if he materialized on the beach or walked up to the beach in the darkness of the night and was standing there. But we do know this much, he showed up. And we know this, it was dark outside. He showed up standing on the beach as a new day dawns. There's a new day dawning. Don't, don't miss this, don't miss this, don't let it go over your head. He comes at the breaking of day, which means night is giving way to daylight. He comes as a New day. I'm going to work with you. I can see you, you, you got to get this now. You see, they had spent all night toiling without results. All night long. All night long. They had been all night long. No results. Exhausted. Exasperated. They're all night long working and toiling, no results. It had been nighttime. Symbolically, it is still night. They remain in spiritual darkness at that point. It is not simply the outside, external, natural thing that is happening. They are in darkness. They are spiritually in darkness. And as the morning light breaks through the mist, breaks through the fog, breaks through the clouds that have raised up from the waterfront, Jesus is there. As the morning sunlight began to appear, the Son of God stood on the banks. Darkness was about to give way to light. And light metaphorically can speak of revelation. Darkness, ignorance, Lack of sight, non-comprehension, 
was about to give way to revelation, insight, manifestation, darkness, the fear and dread and woe of the night is about to give way to the brightness of the light. And it is not only the S-U-N that is rising. It is the S-O-N that is rising. It is not only the revelation that comes with light beaming into the world and breaking up the darkness, but it is the revelation of the Son of God speaking and showing and revealing himself as proof of the resurrection. Uh, in his in his transforming presence this third appearance is an eye-opening revelation ah, I, I, know, I know I know I know I know you you don't normally hear it preached like this <coughs> and so you 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 might need a second to hold on to me but 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 Walk with me for a moment. He comes up to them, and in verse 5, he asks them a question. He, he uses that endearing term, children. Do you have any fish to go along with this bread? And they answered and said to them, uh, Look, they already knew they didn't have nothing. Been toiling all night. Jesus says, verse 6 says, and he said to them, cast the net on the right side of, of the boat, the starboard, and you'll find some. I, I, I want to call this a bewildering request. We are seasoned fishermen. We have fished all night long. And now, as we are about to go in to wash our nets, you say, cast them over on the starboard side. What a bewildering request. That don't even sound right. If the fish are on the starboard side, look like they should have been on the other side as well. The boat ain't that big. If the fish are hopping, the fish are hopping. Look like my net should work where it is. But now you make me follow your instructions and now I'm overloaded. Uh, come on back. I'm, I'm trying to give you something. Notice when they first see the dude on the beach, nobody knows nada about who he is. They don't know Nathan. If you don't get these ebonic references, Ask your African-American friend. <laughs> listen, listen. He says, do this. And they do it 
And, and I'm going to hold on to this next piece, but, but when they do it, something happens. I tend to believe that the only reason they surrendered so smoothly to the request was that this was not the first time they've been through this. And they couldn't tell whether this person had the same gift as the one that spoke the last time. But the last time we did this, something happened in Luke 5. When we did it then, we had so much, we didn't know what to do. And I'm wondering if in the back of their mind, the reason they were obedient is because they had knowledge of what he had done before. And just in case I can't recognize him, I will be able to recognize his miracle. Yeah, yeah, let me, let me work it another way. If I can't recognize his face, I sure can recognize his hand. Because when he puts his hand into a thing, it's something's going to happen when he speaks, when something is said from him. It's a weird request. Throw it on the other side. But I'm going to do it because I don't know. Something good may be about to happen. The text leads us to another point. I, I, I got to hurry. I got to hurry. I, I don't want to hold too long. The text leads to another point. It is not only a bewildering request, but it's a bewildering request that gets a bountiful result. <coughs> they, they threw the net on the other side. They, I said they threw the net on the other side. Is that what I said? Okay. Net other side, drop in water, whole heap of fish, just jump in the net. A whole heap of fish, jump in the net. I'm going to preach this now. Just well, Hang with me for another moment or two. Whole heap of fish jump in the net. At which point, something really weird happens. Because the bountiful blessing, the bountiful result, starts a fresh revelation. Y'all ain't got it yet. The bountiful blessing triggers something. Let, let me help you here. When you recognize where your blessings come from, you can't help but See Jesus in your blessing. Oh, you missed him. All of a sudden, when they dropped the net, fish got in the net, you hear the beloved disciples saying, it is the Lord. It is the master on the sea. Wait a minute. You in the same position it ain't been that long. You were looking at him before. How is it that you can see clearly now? 
who it really is. Well, the only way you see it is you can see it through the blessing of what he's done. And if this is Jesus, this is the Lord, I need to stop and recognize the handiwork of God in my life. I need to take a moment and pause and say, oh, it is Jesus. I wish I had a witness up in here. I wish I had a witness up in here. Because there's nobody like him. There's nobody like him. There's nobody. Like the Lord. He said, uh, that, that JC, that, that's Jesus, that's Jesus, that Jesus. That, I know who he is, this is the Lord. And, and what's funny is, Peter had been working on the boat, so he took his clothes off. I guess he, I guess he was one of them fellas that like that song is getting hot in here. I'm gonna take my clothes off. He, he took his clothes off. And the Bible said, I'm reading the Bible. This is my Bible. Y'all go back and read it too. When he found out it was Jesus, the Bible says he put his tunic and clothes back on to jump into the water. Can I help somebody? Because I don't care what you did before you met Jesus. There's a certain way you ought to present yourself when you're coming to Jesus. I don't care how you look before you met Jesus, but when you're coming into his presence, there's a certain way you ought to look to make yourself presentable. Give me my tuna. It may be wet, but I'll be clothed. I'm preaching in here today. Good googly boogly. Good golly, Miss Molly. Y'all better help me at home. I feel like Boy, you act like you want to play today. Listen, here you go. I, 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 I see something. Here it is. Here it is. He, here he goes. He put his clothes on. Run up to see Jesus. My, 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 smile. And, and, and now the other folk are on the other side. They're about, they say, 100 yards away, about 300 feet, and they drag the fish onto the shore. Now, a part of the miracle is not only that they got a large amount of fish, but the fact that even the net had to line up with the blessing. Even the net 
had to expand to receive the bountifulness of what God, God said. I don't want you to lose one fish. I want everything that you have brought in to come in with you. Even your net won't give way. God said, I'll bless your basket. I'm just talking. Here it is. They come to shore, they get to shore. And, and, and when they look around, this bountiful result is so great that Jesus says, uh, do y'all have any fish? He said, why don't you bring some of that over here for breakfast? Now mind you, Jesus has materialized in their presence and has had long enough to make a fire, start baking bread, and to call them to bring the fish. Y'all ain't with me yet. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. He, he sets up a provision for the provision so that the provision could be made accessible immediately so it could provide for the sustaining of those who were emotionally and physically exhausted so that in their exasperated place they could be energized by food so he made a provision for the provision so that the provision could do what providence intended for it to do it could bless them Ain't nothing like having a can of food but no can opener. Nowadays, ain't nothing like going to the store, buying what you want, and then trying to get some one of those plastic things open. You looking for scissors, a saw, a jackhammer, anything, because what's inside is going to be good if I could ever get to it. This fish look real good. If I could get a fire going and get to it. Because if fish is not cooked or cooled soon enough, that which could have been a provision will cause division. Because I'll have to leave. Come here. Come here. I, I got to close. I got to close. Because I got to get to the real point here. I'm walking it down. Are y'all with me? Uh, they had 153 fish. 53. 153. 153. Those are real numbers. Simon runs over there. Now remember now, he done jumped off the boat, went on to the land, talked to JC, and now Jesus asked for fish. He don't say, bring me some fish. He runs back, <coughs> back to the net and goes get the fish himself. And then brings it over to Jesus. Come on one second. And then something 
weird happens that speaks to the beginning of the text and the last point I wish to make in these few minutes I have left. Maybe you'll see it. Look at verse 12. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. Look at these words. None of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? Don't you think that's weird? Look, my newest guitar player over there, my beloved brother who's a member of my fellowship that I love dearly, I promise you if I see Kenny by the waterfront down Ocean Beach, I know Kenny. I, I, he could have on shorts. He could have on the best suntan lotion he wants. He could have a big floppy hat on and some sandals. I'm no Kenny. Can anybody help me? What you mean? They dared not ask him, who are you? I wouldn't need to ask him. I said, what up, dog? Okay, come here, come here. <clears throat> Here's what the text says. If you read the beginning, they didn't know who it was. But when they get to shore, they have already witnessed miracle. And miracle added to sight, they no longer questioned what they had in the beginning when they didn't know because now the text says they knew and look at the amplified without any doubt that it was the Lord. Oh, y'all missed it. There was no doubt in them because revelation came in multiple ways. It was not only the visual of him, but it was the miracle that he performed. And at that point in their lives, they were learning something they were going to need to learn. And that was how to be obedient when you don't know what you think you know. How to trust God when you can't see anything. Ooh, preach what? They were beginning to come into an understanding of how to understand what God is doing even when you don't see the mysteries of God that you need. Oh, you didn't. They, they needed to come into a new knowledge. And what you are seeing here is a new day dawns. Bishop, a new day dawns. I need to say it again. A new day dawns. What kind of day is it, Bishop? It's a day of knowing. A day of knowing. There's a day of knowing coming now. Where you have to know who Jesus is for yourself. You have to get this 
revelation. Because see, what they had was a beautiful revelation. When you have a beautiful revelation, what it means is that what was once uncovered to you is now uncovered. What was once scary and ugly has now been beautified. And now with the beautiful revelation, all of a sudden you can sing like the song, I once was blind, but now I see. A new day dawns. A new day dawns. It's a day of knowing. Our ancestors used to use this phrase, and I don't know if you, you heard it before, but if you've been in church five minutes and been around some old folk, and if you've been around anybody Pentecostal, I know you heard it. Because what the old folk used to say was, I know that I know. You, you didn't get it. You, they, would, they would say, I know that I know. And then if you asked them too many times, they would then say, I know that I know that I know that I know. Now, now y'all y'all ain't got me right there. You see, at some point in your life, you're going to have to get to the place where you know that you know. Where no words need to be passed between you and anybody else that you can look at your life situation and see Jesus in it. And if nobody else understands why you're praising God, you can look at them and tell them, I know that I know because I know it for myself. And at some point, you need to get to the place where you can sing like the old saints used to sing. I no, I've been changed. You see, you can holler that when something has happened in your life. You can tell folks, I know I've been changed. Because the angels in heaven uh, done sign my name. I gotta get out of here, y'all. But there ought to be a time in your life when you know that you know. Uh, when you can look at somebody and tell them uh, I've had uh, a beautiful revelation uh, that Jesus uh, Christ is Lord. And I can tell you this, uh, I know it uh, in my heart. Uh, I know it uh, in my spirit. Uh, I know it uh, deep down in my soul. Uh, because I have a soul knowledge. My soul says yes. My soul says yes. My soul says yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My soul says yes. 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 <laughs> yeah! Let me help you. Look at somebody say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but I've experienced him for myself. And I know that I know who Jesus is. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. 
I know who Jesus is. I know I've got a beautiful revelation. You know what? I've seen him do too much. Hey, you got that? And I've been through too much. Not to worship him. I know that I know who he is. And just because you don't know what I know, my ancestors would say, you don't know like I know what the Lord's done for me. Matter of fact, you'll have to ask you a question. They'll tell you, you ought to have been there when he saved my soul. You ought to have been there when he made me whole. Because something happened. I started running. I started shouting what the good Lord had done for me. I want to extend an invitation. Maybe there's somebody listening to us today who says, I want to know Jesus for myself that I don't need anybody else to confirm for me who he is. But I want that beautiful revelation for myself of who he is. I want to extend this invitation. You can call right now. Call us, email us. Say, Bishop, I want to be a part of that fellowship. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my personal savior. I want to welcome you today to the family. Uh, someone will say, well, I don't live in Connecticut. That's quite all right. Wherever you live at, you can become an I member here in this fellowship. And we'll love you and minister to you. I want you to know we welcome you to the Shiloh family. Come on, Shiloh. Help me give God praise for them. If you prepare, prepare your offering at home, whether you're giving on Givelify, Cash App, or you're going to mail it in, I just want to bless offering. Uh, those of you in the sanctuary, if you've already done your offering, well, by any of those means, don't worry about it. If not, just leave it in the basket as you leave after you follow the guidance of the ushers. Don't worry about it. We, we got this. We got this. Amen. I, God knows. If you got your heart, you got your wallet with it. Amen. Trust God. Give, you do right, and God's going to bless you. Amen? Let's pray, pray over offerings given and offerings being given. God, we thank you that there are many who are giving now online, many who have already sent their offerings in. Thank you, Lord, for blessing them. For, Lord, you promised to bless a cheerful giver. So bless them now, 50, 60, 140. In Jesus' name. And we count it done. Amen. 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 I love you all with the love of the Lord. <coughs> Here's what I want to do.